Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of 10WT Tips, where every single week we teach you how to form the healthy habits that will transform your body and your life. At the 10-Week Transformation, we teach you a five-step framework. Number one, we help you build your big, and this is your why behind your health and fitness. Number two, you set your success indicator, which is where you want to be and by when. Number three, we help you identify your progress indicators, and these are the two to three weekly goals that will indicate to you that you're making progress towards your overall goal. Number four, we help you plan your pills, and these are the micro habits that will increase the likelihood that you succeed on a weekly basis amidst the chaos of your life. And then fifth and finally, we help you set up a scoreboard, which gives you the feeling of game on with your goals. If you do these steps, your habits are going to be rock solid, your self-confidence is going to skyrocket, and you'll be on the path to your best you. Every single week, we help individuals who are hungry for growth get closer to the best version of themselves so that they can live meaningful and impactful lives. I'm your host, Nick Carrier, and today I'm super excited to talk about what fitness metrics should you track. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to 10WT Tips. I am excited to talk about this one. At the time of this recording, we are in a week 10 of a 10-week transformation, so it's very top of mind because in week 10 of the 10-week transformation, we redo the performance test that we completed in week one. I've been running performance tests for a long time now within the 10-week transformation, and for those of you who are unfamiliar, in week one, I have people do a series of tests, and this is anywhere from six, seven, eight tests, depending on the 10-week transformation, that gives people a baseline of where they're currently at with regards to their strength, their endurance, their power, their athleticism, and it gives them an idea of where they're currently at with hard metrics that we'll then repeat in week 10, and then we can hopefully see how much we've progressed, and we can see how much that how much strength that we've built, how much endurance we've built, how much power we've built, and this is such a great way to have tangible evidence of making progress, and at the time of this recording, again, we have just finished a couple of days of performance tests, and I am just absolutely lit up and fired up by them because of the amount of positive emotion and the amount of motivation that people get from seeing themselves make a lot of progress. Now, one of the things that I'll say about this is I think oftentimes we don't have metrics that we track in our life, let alone our health and fitness, because oftentimes when we have metrics that we track, it can reveal to us that we're not making progress. And there's almost no worse feeling than not making progress on something that you wanna make progress towards, right? Like that's oftentimes why people don't step on the scale is because it might be evidence that they're not making any progress. That's oftentimes why people don't open up their bank account or anything like that because it's evidence that they might not be making progress. And so it provides us with a lot of comfort in the moment by not checking, by not having metrics that you're routinely checking in with because you're not seeing that you're failing or you're not seeing that you're not making progress. And and so that provides us with comfort in the moment But at the end of the day, it still doesn't provide us with any kind of progress. It doesn't get us closer to our goals. It doesn't get us closer to the version of ourselves that we want to be. It doesn't get us closer to that best version. And so while it can provide us with comfort, it doesn't allow us to grow. And so metrics in life can be scary. But in my opinion, in order to get closer to the best version of yourself, in order to optimize your potential, they're required. And so what are the metrics that we need to track? What are the metrics that you can check in with on a regular basis to see whether or not you're making progress. And so when it comes to a fitness standpoint, I am hesitant to ever use the word should because I think should is a delicate word. And so 
none of these metrics are metrics that you should. They're metrics more that you could. And they're all going they're going to be in like three different categories, a body composition category, a performance category, and then an other category. Depending on what is interesting to you, what do you feel like you want to improve upon when it comes to your fitness? But before we get into these specific metrics, like to go back to the importance of tracking and the positive emotion and the motivation that it can bring, like in the 10-week transformation, everybody's completing them together. And so the encouragement and the pat on the back and the high fives that go around, the hugs that go around during week 10 when everybody's encouraging everybody else and when everybody is seeing how much progress everybody else is making. Like it is so energetic in that room. It is so uplifting in that room. I had somebody text me the other day, like, can you make sure that I have this person's number? I really want to text them. Can you send me their number? I want to text them and tell them how great they did on their performance test and encourage them about all the progress that they've made over the last 10 weeks. And that just gets doled out over and over again. The encouragement of the progress that others are making gets doled out over and over again. And then I know in the performance tests, I also had a couple of girls who were scared to pick up certain weights because they had never done them before. And oftentimes if we don't do it before, we just think that we can't do it, but it's really just that we haven't pushed ourselves. And so performance tests allow us to really push ourselves to the limit, to really see what we're capable of. And these two girls literally deadlifted over 200 pounds, literally deadlifted and squatted actually over 200 pounds. And they have never even thought about even really going above 200 in the past. And so it was so cool to see them light up after seeing their own strength. Like how empowering is it to see how strong you are and how strong you've become. And then I have two guys who've been working with me for 160 weeks and 170 weeks. And the progress that they have made, not even in just the last 10, but in the last 60 or 70 weeks is unbelievable. Like some of them can, a lot of them can go back and reflect and see the results, see what they were able to do 40, 50, 60, 70 weeks ago and see what they can do today. And the improvements are massive. Like the improvements over 10 weeks for some people can even be massive, but sometimes it might just be marginal, but then across a 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 week period, it's massive. And so it's so cool for people to be able to get the positive emotion and the motivation that is associated with progress and that's associated with movement towards the version of yourself that you wish to and aspire to become. And so tracking is super important, but I wanna give you a few specific metrics that you can track on a regular basis depending on what your goals are. And so again, the first few are gonna be body composition metrics. The first one is obviously weight and the number on the scale. Weight and number on the scale can be a good reflection of where you're currently at with your body composition. Now, most of you guys listening know that the weight does not give you the full picture, does not give you the full story. And if you do a body composition test like a DEXA scan or an in-body scan. It can give you your body fat percentage and your muscle mass and a lot of different numbers as well. So a body fat percentage and a muscle mass numbers, and they can kind of go hand in hand, can be numbers that you track on a regular basis as well. Oftentimes people will bring up the number of BMI, so body mass index, and that's a number that's pretty, pretty much outdated. And the reason why that is, just to give you some insight, is body mass index is simply comparing your height and your weight. Just simply comparing your height and your weight and saying what you should weigh based off of how tall that you are. And so to let you know, I am 5'9 at about 170 pounds, give or take, depending on the day. And that tells me that I'm overweight. The height and the weight combination, that tells me that I'm overweight. But I have a decent amount of muscle, and so muscle weighs more than fat, and my body fat percentage 
tells me a completely different story than my BMI does. And so BMI is not always a good reflection of where you currently stand. So just definitely keep that in mind. So if you want to improve your body composition, I would recommend that you at least be weighing yourself if you want to go the next level of doing your body fat percentage and getting all of the additional numbers that a DEXA scan or a body scan provides. And I would go to that degree as well. Now, performance, I would like you guys to probably write some of these down if you're not doing these already, but from a performance standpoint, a fitness performance standpoint, here are some really good numbers that I would recommend that you potentially are keeping in touch with. So when it comes to strength, when it comes to lifting, you want to think about four key things. An upper body push could be like a bench press or a shoulder press, could be push-ups. That's number one. Number two, an upper body pull. That could be pull-ups. It could be a bent-over row. It could be a seated row. Number three, you want to think some kind of like lower body push, so probably like a squat or a leg press or a leg extension. Number four, you want to think a lower body hinge, something like a deadlift would be a really good solid one, or maybe a hamstring curl could be a really solid one that you keep track of. But those four are really important to have strength, and oftentimes... Sometimes we're maybe we're really good at squat, but we're not good at deadlift. Or maybe we're really good at bench press, but we're not good at pull-ups. Or maybe we're good at pull-ups, but we can't do push-ups. And so if you can get an idea of where you're currently at with those, it'll give you an idea of where you might want to improve. And we want to be balanced with regards to our strength all across those four areas. Another one is going to be core strength. And there, for core strength, you can do a plank hold. I've recently done with people hanging straight leg raises when you're hanging from a bar and leg and raising your legs up, but a core, some kind of core test is really important as well. And then if you're thinking from a cardio performance perspective, you can do a long run. So you can think, I'm going to run as long as I can without stopping. Or you can do something like, I'm going to do a 10K, or I'm going to do a half marathon and see how long it takes me to do it. Um, or you could do a medium run. A medium run could be like a two-mile run, or it could be a 12-minute run. You want to see how far you can go in 12 minutes, or you want to see how fast you can run two miles. And then from a shorter run perspective, maybe like a one-minute sprint or a two-minute sprint and seeing how much distance that you can cover during that short period of time. But a long run, a medium run, and a short run can give you a good idea because those are three different energy systems that you're using. And so it can give you an idea of which ones are strong, which ones are not as strong, which one you might want to improve upon as well. And then the last section is just kind of an other section. And these aren't necessarily fitness. They're more overall health. But one is just getting blood work done. And there's a lot of different specific metrics that you can track with regards to your blood work. I am not a medical professional, so I'm not going to give you specific guidelines with regards to blood work and which specific numbers that you should check and what those numbers should be. That's something that you should consult with your medical professional on. But getting blood work done and getting and, and knowing what your cholesterol levels are can be really important as well. Now, I'm not going to dive into cholesterol in this episode. That might be a time for another episode, but there are, just know there are a lot of myths around cholesterol and a lot of misconceptions about cholesterol levels. So I'm not going to dive into those today, but those are a couple of other things that you could track as well. And then from subjectivity, you could track your energy levels. You could just kind of say on a scale of one to five, five being really energetic, one being not energetic, how energetic do I feel on a regular basis, but having some sort of metrics to keep you on track and provide you 
with a sense of progress, provide you with that positive emotion and provide you with motivation can be so powerful. The energy in the room during the 10-week transformation performance test is insane. The energy from somebody after they see how much progress they've made, after seeing how much better shape they get into, after seeing how much stronger they get is absolutely contagious and it's something that I wish more people had the ability to do. But oftentimes we're scared to to identify metrics that we want to track progress on because of the fear of failure, because of the vulnerability that it gives us, because it's like, I might see that I'm not making progress and that's painful and that's uncomfortable, but that's just feedback. So we want to change our relationship with progress as well. Progress is simply feedback for how well your strategy and how well your plan has been or has not been working. And then if you just see it as feedback, then you can actually, then you can identify whether you need to continue to do what you're doing or you need to tweak what you've been doing. So Identifying metrics is absolutely critical. If you want to join the 10 transformation, we give you metrics that you're going to be tracking on a regular basis so that you can consistently stay motivated, so that you consistently take action on a regular basis, so that you're able to get to your health and fitness goals. To wrap it up, if you have not been joining my Instagram live workouts that I've been doing this summer, join these Instagram live workouts. They are so fun. I love calling people out for lower body workouts, upper body workouts, core workouts. Make sure you go to nickcarrier.com slash Instagram live to sign up today. They're an absolute blast. They're 20 minutes, so it sounds like they're not a lot, but we absolutely crush it during those 20 minutes. We are efficient. We're effective. We get after it. We get out of there, but we have a blast doing it. So go to nickcarrier.com slash Instagram live to sign up for free. Again, nickcarrier.com slash Instagram live to sign up for free. Other than that, I hope you enjoyed today. I hope you have a sense of urgency to identify some metrics that you can track on a regular basis in order to see progress, in order to be motivated, in order to experience that elation that comes with progress. I hope it helps you get closer and closer to your health and fitness goals and ultimately gets you closer and closer to your best you.